How do I sound? You sound amazing. Awesome. The question is, how do I sound? Sultry as usual. Um, well, that, that works. I'll take sultry. I'll take it any day. Um, I get it often, but I, I could I could stand a little more. Honestly, I don't think that there's a better word to uh, describe your voice. Thank you. Where, where are you? You're not in the normal studio. Here we go. So I'm actually uh, broadcasting from South Carolina, uh, visiting some family down here. That's right. Look at you. And yet you took your mics. No, I just have my headset. Jesus Christ. I forgot the mic. I really did. But I'm in my mother's crafting room. It's the quietest room in the house. So you might hear some children on this recording. Well, part of the terroir. <laughs> um, you know, we've got, this is, this is the last time that we're going to be talking before I throw open the doors. I know. And, you know, it's been kind of a quiet week. And I, I've been obviously on uh, vacation from that uh, bachelor party and then visiting family down here. So I've been a little bit disengaged, but I caught up on all of the LFGs today. And it seems like, you know, we're just uh, in teaching phase. Everybody's kind of coalescing as a team and starting to figure out their strategies and stuff. So everyone's uh, just getting ready for the other shoe to drop. Yeah, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of prep. Um secondary has been on fire. Let's talk about that. Let's start there because, oh my God, it turned around and I can't afford anything. I'm joking. Uh, I heard your LFGs. We don't want to say that because honestly they are affordable because the, the price of Tez is ridiculously low right now. Tez, Tez is low. Uh, there's still a, a, a better entry point than most projects. I mean, oh my God, project. 100%. Yeah. Um, let me, uh, yeah, we're just gonna have to deal with some some Discord. Such That's just how it goes. We live in Discord, so get used to it. Uh, right on cue. Right on cue. Get the fuck out of here. Let me let me quit this. Uh, sorry, everybody. But yeah, I was I was listening to that LFG. We were talking about secondary and. You know, a lot of teams are now figuring out these base cards are underpriced. I mean, you were talking about the, the potential floor doubling, you know, with just a couple of cards left out there that are really priced, you know, under what they should be. And as soon as those get scooped up, we're talking about deep, deep, deep floors at that point. Yeah. No, it's um, – look, the way – I had a conversation today about it, which I think bears mentioning to those of you coming in. Okay. Um, you'll, you'll hear talk about how cheap these things were when they dropped. Okay. And they were. I mean, they were pennies, literally pennies, right? Um, if, you, if you, once you get deep into the project, you really understand the way it plays out. I think we're going to start changing some of the terminologies to better reflect what they really are. Okay. It's not really a retail drop. Okay. There's, there, it's not, um, you know, a public offering where anybody can come in and just get them. It's basically a long series, series after series, season after season of airdrops, okay? Rather than um, having to pay gas fees, you're paying some TES fees to get them. But it's sort of like you've you've uh, earned the right, you've come into the project, you bought your way in, you own a piece, you may have held it for a long time or you may have come and bought it today, that then grants you a chance at these consistent, very limited drops. It's a good way to look okay. at it. Yeah. And and that's really what it is. It's not like you'll, you'll hear when the, the new guys who are coming in are going to hear older people talk about the glory days of I bought this for one. Okay. We, we're a long way from that really being the reality of it. We're many series deep where it's people that are in the project that are getting access to them. Right. And we do. It's cut. So the way to look at it is um, 
in the terms of a typical project, you've got your existing holders. So, so we've got a new airdrop coming, season nine airdrops. So you have existing holders who have sort of held and, and owned the right to get some stuff, okay? And then you've got whitelisted people who are right. going to be randomly drawn out of the whitelist. It's not a guaranteed whitelist, okay? But there'll be people who are whitelisted. Those are your new free agents, right? Those are, are your players who don't have the particular holdings, okay? And so there are, there are still some elements of chance that you can get them, but we're talking extremely rare pieces. This is the thing that I think um, sets us apart from, from the bulk of, of projects that are laid out or set up as collectibles and, and the like, right? So I've got very finite edition sizes. Now, as a whole, there are a lot out there. I've got as many pieces out there as most of the big projects, right? When you count in inserts, and you, and no one has the mechanics you do to clean that shit up and use them in a way that reduces and makes them more scarce over time. Like it's it's a self governing ecosystem. Yeah. No. I mean, that's look. I mean, I don't want to. He's red that. right now. He's red. <laughs> but I'm pretty good at what I do. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. It it works. Our stuff works. Um, you know, we're we're able to to put large amounts of things out in out into the world and quickly come out with very valuable very scarce things okay um but if you if we start looking at it that way i think now we're talking in terms that people maybe it resonates and it, it, it clicks and it understands if if this mindset is oh well that's just a project that you go and you buy super cheap okay it really isn't, and it hasn't been for a long time. There, there, you know, we celebrate the fact that you're getting them very cheaply, but if you start thinking that not as, as the cost of them, but as the just the, the transactional fee, it's still less than any goddamn gas transaction out there. One hundred percent. Right. But now, now if we tell that story, and so that's what we're doing today, I'm telling a story, right? We're talking to people who aren't in the grotto yet, who aren't in the project, who are learning, who may have come into the project recently, but are sort of getting, getting their, their feet wet and wrapping their heads around it. But if we start to understand that you're, by being in at a bigger level, so somebody could come in, think about it in ETH terms, right? Somebody wants to come in and spend an ETH to jump into the project, okay? They could go and they could pick up a big variety of older pieces that grant them holder utilities. They increase their chance at getting some of the season nine airdrops. You pay your small gas transaction fee. If you get them, you get them and you just pay, you know, a few bucks in, in transaction fee. The minting fee, basically. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and as such, so you, so you can come in and you can put yourself in a good spot. Okay. Now we're talking very limited pieces. Okay. So you might not get them every time. Okay. Um, but you, over time, the longer you're in and the longer you hold on to those compounds and it gives you even more chance, even more chance, even more chance. And now you're entrenched in, and they have, they have many utilities just beyond their holder utility. Right. Yep. You can do all sorts of things with them. You know, once again, like, let's talk about this. We, we talked about it on the live on, on Wednesday. You've got for every series that is out. So, so far, there are seven teams that are out. Okay. And the ninth team or the eighth team, which is, comes in season nine, comes out uh, in, a, in a few weeks here. Right. That's what we're waiting for. Each of those teams have two separate events that we know are going to happen to each of them at some point. One is the correlated series. So every team has a correlated series. The only one we know about is about to happen here, and that's the defrocking of the Cardinale. Okay? We know that's been announced. There was a little teaser to give you guys a sense of what this is. But that means the subs, the cat moms, the NFTs, the monsters, the coders, they all have, and the, and the Xs, they all have correlated series that have yet to come out, okay? Now, we're about to paint 
the X's or the, the, the subs, pardon me. We're about to paint the sub. We've already painted the X's. We're still going to paint the NFTs, the coders. We'll paint season nine at some point. We'll paint season 10. Okay. So that's two separate utilities that each base card can expose you to. If we look who knows at, what else you have planned? You know, we can't even talk right, about exactly. that. Exactly. It's there will always be future utility. Every single threesomes has future utility. And Regardless the point of, of that is, is to keep your brain thinking, what should I do with this card? Do I burn it? Do I hold it? Do I sell it? Do I utilize it? And you always have to be thinking, well, in the back of your mind, there's this future utility that I don't even know about yet. So that always plays into, you know, uh, a smart player's strategy. Exactly. So somebody jumping in right now and they go, okay, well, I'll come in for Neath and I'll go and I'll buy some of these pieces. They may, you may get, you know, the wheel may, may, may shine fortune on you and you might hit right away. Boom, boom, boom. There you go. Airdrops. Great. Congratulations. Welcome. And yes, you bought it this morning, but you qualified on the, the snapshot and you're in and you got it. Congratulations. Or over time, it may happen. Okay. You may hit your airdrops later on, or you just hold it long enough that it's now announced that it's going to be painted. And now you can do something else with it, or there's a correlated series or on and on and on. Right. Um, and it, so if we start looking at it that way, instead of talking about it being a one Tez to eight Tez primary and drop. Yeah. Like, because the fact of the matter is it's not, it's still, you have to, you whitelist yourself by giving your, putting your form in. Okay. I'm only drawn off of the pre-approved, you know, so there aren't public drops. We, 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 we have some old nomenclature and we're going to start changing that. And that starts today. Right. Love it. Um, but what we're seeing this is a perfect example, okay? And it sets the tone for, for sort of the future. Although our futures get condensed every time as we start to, you know, we get new people in and then there's this sort of sea change and then that just becomes the new, the new set, right? But what we're happening, what's happening right now is all these people are going, okay, I need to have these for the, the holder airdrops. So they're out there buying them and they're buying the shit out of them. I mean, they're buying the shit out of them. <laughs> We're seeing our floors double and triple series by series over what they were two weeks ago. Now, here's the, the thing. We have these little ebbs and flows in my market where people forget about what they're doing and forget about the future. And they just are focused right now. And so you have some people who, you know, they take their, and this is great. I mean, we, we build it in. It's supposed to be take your profits and do that anytime you want, anytime you need. Okay. And I happen to be, a very liquid project for that sort of scenario, right? We know that there's offers on every piece. You can just take your offers right now. I mean, there's literally on every piece that's out there, there are offers, right? Um, there's there's a, a real floor that if you dip below that floor, you're going to exit it. Somebody's going to buy it the moment you do. That floor is a, is a legitimate floor, right? And so what happens is over the last few months when we're between seasons, between series, People are sort of taking some money. They need some money. They're chasing other projects. They're doing whatever. And so we're actually just retracing. Like the numbers we're talking about, where we're like, we're 2X and 3Xing floor. We're back to where we are. Yeah, we're back yeah. to where we were like during playtime. Because yeah. we saw base cards drop down to almost, you know, 20 Teds, which is unheard of. But I mean, I guess not for like a, the newest series out, right? We're, we're up to 48 Tez, 48 Tez floor for a base card, the like yeah, the lowest base, base card. card. Yeah. And people were people were giving them up and taking offers at 10 and 12 three weeks ago. They were moving out of them. And yet the floor is a hard floor right now at 48, which means if somebody lists one for 40, it's gone in an hour. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, people needed that money. Good. Take it. We, we don't ever, ever talk shit about somebody taking a profit. It's a part of it. We, we celebrate it. It's a good thing. Um, if you're being spiteful and mean about it. If you're just dumping floors to be an asshole, that's different. If you're just being an asshole, then we might have something to say about it. But chances are you're not hearing it because chances are we've parted ways. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but no, anybody in the grotto sells their stuff? We do. Good. Good job. Because it means somebody else who wanted it gets it. 
Okay, it means you've made a profit. Good on you. Okay, um, so 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 you, there, you'll hear talk as you guys come in, and you you know we're right now we're even talking about two x three x in a few weeks. Okay, that sounds like oh am I too late? You're not at all. It's actually this is sort of you're coming in right at the baseline. Meanwhile, as new people come in, you have to understand everything we're talking about is just an existing collectors. All of this movement is just on people who are here and have been here and are, they know it's up. So as new people come in, it's just going to drive pricing up. Okay. And I'm not, I'm, this isn't like a, a warning. You come in and better buy early because they're going to go up. Don't worry about it. It ebbs Don't and worry. flows. Like you're saying, once we get into the off season, people will start needing money for other projects. Like you're saying, and you'll find deals. You'll find them throughout the season too. And people just aren't paying attention and kind of just list something below and, you kind of have to be on top of that stuff because there's a lot of uh, wallet hawks out there in the grotto that are ready to pounce. So I've missed stuff, you know, within minutes. I, I yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. Um, and, and so, yeah, no, the thing is this. Even though we're, we're all getting very excited and we're building up to, to what's going to be a definitive moment in the grotto. This, this is. I butterflies just a, talking about it and I didn't so, create it. <laughs> I can't imagine how you feel. <laughs> it's, it's so much fun watching this all happen. And to know, just if we go back in time to other opening days, right? Other first drops, it's like so much fun. But this one is even more special. Like this is where, this is a whole new era that starts. You know, um, for those of you who missed on the, the spaces, um, I made the announcement that, that, and this is going to the way it'll play going forward. But when you're new and you come in uh, and you you pay your three pennies to de to declare yourself a free agent, so now you're in the ecosystem. You have access to all of the stuff and you can do all of the things. Um, by the way, everybody gets to come in the grotto. You can come into the Discord and hang out in the bleachers, general chat. Everybody's welcome. Nobody's turned away. You're kicked if you're an asshole. Okay, but if you want to play and you want to come in you declare yourself a free agent you buy some three pennies and you trade those three pennies in um when you do that you're going to get rookie cards okay you're a rookie in that season you're welcome to the, the fucking show you're in right and those rookie cards you're going to be able to burn them right away during okay the airdrops to give yourself a shot at it and only the rookies will be competing for that particular draw i love that so so right off the bat you got a shot like a pretty good shot a really good shot if you're talking about only putting it into the bucket of people who burn their rookie cards that's going to be a small ass bucket because okay. people are going to be so, like oh am i going to burn it am i going to hold it i can't wait to watch them like dance <laughs> Well, yeah, and that's and, and it's like a it's a immediate exposure to what the collectors have been here for a while have to do every single day. Weighing options is all this game is. Filling out forms, weighing options. It's really not that hard. I, Flower Boy was explaining it on the spaces, and I thought he summed it up perfectly. It's like you, it really isn't as hard as everyone makes it out to do if you just follow directions and you show up every now and again and just ask questions because people are willing to give you the answers and it's. They don't really know either, but they'll tell you their strategy. Um, I, I just, it really isn't difficult. Just follow the instructions on the form, show up on the wheel spinning day and pay your tes and have fun. Yeah, exactly. And, and right away, find yourself in a community that is hands down. Okay. Look, I, well, no, I'm not going to say hands down the number one, because guess what? If you are in the Abe community, life is good. Life is very good for me right now, and I'm just a mutant holder, okay? Life is very good for our board holders. Life is very good in the ape world. So, okay? But they're not tight. Um, they're not close-knit like this. They're not tight. No, they, 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 tell me how many of them have ever hung out with Gargamel. Please. Or traded with one another without a middleman constantly, right. even not even your projects, but other projects and, like – we go and get alpha in there. We talk about other projects. Like it's, it's a place where we feel safe talking to the kind of people that we like in the NFT space. Like it's not 
a place for assholes. It just, no, it doesn't no work place. out. There's no, it doesn't work out, you know? Um, we, you know, we, we genuinely are so upbeat and positive and committed to each other and have no space in our lives for negativity. There's plenty of other negativity that we have to na navigate through on any other projects that we might be dabbling in. It's like a safe place. You come in, you don't ever have, you never have to worry about people fucking shitting on your life when you walk in. Like nothing's going to get worse. In, in fact, how often do we see people come in and be like, oh my God, I was just, the day that I'm having, I couldn't wait to come to the grotto and just hang with you guys and it turns it around, right? We don't, we don't allow it. And that's a, the bleachers is going to be weird because I imagine there's going to be a ton of assholes in the bleachers just because I imagine there's a ton of assholes out there. But the fun thing is I, we got no place for you. Like it's, it's, there's no place for it. So yeah, well, I'll actually have to start modding again. I mean, a mod here in the grotto is just like, uh, I got a cool color next to my name, but I, I might have to start bouncing people in the bleachers. <laughs> I don't, you, we might have uh, on the job training for you guys. I don't know if anybody even knows that about me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, does anyone even know we're mods? We're just regular people in there too. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's it's exciting, man. I th this particular season kicking off is. The energy right now, and we're still weeks out. The energy in the grotto right now is electric. Every you got teams, you got the Cardinale holding mass on Sunday. I saw that. Shout out to them. Uh, That's awesome. And, they, and and you've got other teams have you know the 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 subs did a very cool thing, where they um, they gave away signing bonuses by the wheel. They spun the wheel and that and then gave away signing bonuses to those people who had signed their their agreements to play. Um, That's fun. Yeah, no, it, you know the cat moms are having multiple cat moms. I, I call Chris Truman the old professor now because he's just nonstop teaching class. He's lecturing. He's good at it. He's you know he's he lectures as an art teacher, right? Um, and so you know it's all coming together. We got the social media starting to click. We got. Um, all sorts of fun going on. It's it's pretty remarkable. It's so much fun for me to watch it all all play out just as I had orchestrated it. You're having your own solo Nifty drop, dude. Does that hit you yet? Um, well, I met with him this week to talk about it. You know, uh, producer Andrea's been... She in dropped in. <laughs> she's been in a couple times. And I, of course, am playing it out like she's, you know, a spy. A spy. I like that. It's fun. Um. Oh, guys, careful. Nifty's here. It Look. Look, it's hit me. I know I know that I'm having a solo drop. The Grotto knows that I'm having a solo drop. Nobody else knows. And you know what? I don't care that nobody else knows. Is that this curated is, or verified? Oh, no. This is, a, this is a curated drop. I mean, this is a nifty drop. I'm the only one dropping that day. I'm so excited this, for you, man. Now, here's the thing. The rest of the world, we, we joke about it. I say it. I'm the best NFT project nobody's ever heard of. We know that. We, we know that, right? Um, we don't tell anybody about it. We're starting to now a little bit. And even there, it's like... We, it feels dirty because we've grown so organically. And that's the way it's... That, that's what's going to work about this. Like other projects where you have 20 people descend upon a Discord to ask about the whitelist and stuff. It's not the community that's been built here. These are people that have been here for some of people over a year now, you know, just like hanging out, like actual friends. We, we've met up in real life. I've met like 30 people from the grotto. I know, I know, it's, it's crazy. Um, so what's, what's gonna happen is this, you know, look, I, I'm pretty good at structuring my drops. I'm pretty good at, at gauging what's going to happen with them okay and so i can tell you right now um my nifty drop is going to be pretty big in the terms of recent nifty drops it's going to sell out 
it's going to sell out in a really exciting way. There will immediately be secondary. Um, it's, it's set up to be quite the success. Now, I say all of this, not arrogantly and, and not you know, some sort of self-assumption or anything. I'm saying it because the grotto is going to buy it out. So you're going to do in 66 off platform, right? And the other 33 are on or how's that going? Uh, well, no. So it's going to be, every, everything's going to be on. The entire thing's going to be on. It'll be whitelisted. It'll be, you know, it's going to be um, set up where only specific wallets have access to specific things. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Okay. At specific now, price points and whatnot. Right. Exactly. Okay. But the thing is this. I don't, it really, it literally doesn't matter to me at all that anybody outside of the grotto buys it. Because I know the numbers we're talking, I know the structure, I know how it will play out based on our group. It's going to be a, an absolute gut punch to any of the collectors who play in the nifty gateway world. That, that they're that are like out there looking for new drops or looking for for little spikes or looking to turn something or looking to flip something or looking okay I'm gonna be a guy who shows up with a pretty um, let's just say wishful hopeful uh, the stuff that I'm gonna put up for most people who do their first nifty drop is gonna look like that guy's kind of overreaching that's a lot of stuff that probably isn't going to sell okay because they don't know who i am they don't understand any of it and, and they're, they're going to be oh, mind blown when it sells out be like who is this guy <laughs> who is this guy okay and then if they start if they do if they're like well i got to do some digging now i got to find out and they go and they look and they look at the fact that the three z's floor is three e's okay if they go and look at my past 101 sales if they wander into tez and realize how many millions of Tez market cap we have. Okay. There's going to be a lot of people who are going to wake up to go, wait, what just happened here? And that's going to be so exciting because we deserve it. Are you doing you know, five minute, the five minute delay auctions? Same thing. I love it. Same Th that was so much fun to watch last time. It's such a fun format. Same exact thing. And it's, it hasn't been done like that on, on Nifty, I don't believe. Um, and it's going to be, I, I, it, like, I'm not going to be cocky about this, but I do kind of feel a little bad for the, um, the drop the night after. <laughs> it's people. <laughs> it's fine. That would be, that'd be summer better. collection 2022. That would be even better because honestly, we don't care about it. doesn't like, matter. Like the, grotto, the grotto's got it. First of all, how many people in the grotto? Slept on threesies in January. How many people? I'm, I myself sold. I sold my whitelist like an idiot for like twenty tes. <laughs> I never. I should have definitely uh, just gotten another threesy. That was dumb, and I've learned my lesson. Now I know. That's the thing. There's a lot of you. Who... So that's the thing. A lot of people have realized now, and they have to get their threesies. They're going to be a lot less open for public than I think you're imagined this time around. Yeah. Yeah, and so. Not only are you competing with all of the Grotto guys for those last 33, but technically the Nifty Gateway community could go in on them too. I don't, I don't think they will. I, th I love it. I kind of hope they don't. I kind of hope like the Grotto just gets it and then they're like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's fun. I mean, it's look, I set it up for it to be a, my year anniversary, which is going to be something. It's going to be a little emotional for me to, to like have have done that um in a year's time yeah. gotten on the largest mm -hmm. platform in nfts yeah and and at a time when they're not just handing that out you know no because they have the verified option now to send a lot of people to like to get a curated drop on nifty gateway is no joke yeah it's, it's pretty cool um and i you know it's it's just a testament to this project and this community I don't feel like I've done that. You know, I, it's, it's, it's our drop. The grotto has done this. 
but you fostered an environment where we could grow organically and not deal with a lot of the same bullshit that are in other places. I give it to your experience, your life experience. You're, you're a more seasoned veteran of life than most artists in the space, if that makes yeah, sense. I'm, I'm an old man. Yes. Yes. I, I wanted to say that in a nice way, but yes, you get my drift. Yeah. Um, I'm also a benevolent God. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we've seen what happens with projects that are run by evil gods. Yes, that's quite the downfall there. Uh, What's Ash trading at? I mean, it trades between three and a half and five. People just like flipping, like people just messing with, with, with numbers. They're just, you know, that's all that is. Three and a half. Unbelievable. No. Totally. <laughs> you know, something big happened in the NFT world that I didn't get to t- get your take on. Um, shout out Micah Johnson. I feel so terrible for him with what happened there. What, any thoughts on what went down there? I think, um, I mean, I got a lot of thoughts on it. I, first of all, it's, I, I get, you know, heart wrenched for the people who lost money. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the plans are. I know there are some plans to, to help out with getting that money back. It's a lot of money to give back. It's a lot of fucking money. Um, and it didn't come. The, the problem is this. It wasn't taken by anybody that could then offset the giving back. Right. Which is lost. Right. So somebody, somebody in the end is going to get stuck. Either the organization that has to pay it back or the, the people that lost it. So either way, it's a, it's a fucked up situation. Um, Cause it wasn't malicious in nature either, which is it's different than the most games and rug pulls we see in this space. You know, it's like, we know Micah Johnson's a good guy and I, I, I like the Aku project. I'm not invested in it at all. I just think that it's, it's a good concept and I like Micah Johnson. I feel bad for him. I feel bad for his fans, but they seem to rally behind him. And it seems like it, I would say it, it seems that that um, as a project, they're 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 coming together. It's a good community. I think it shows speaks a lot to it. Um, but you know, as, as as a creator and as somebody you know playing nowhere near that level, but conceptually at those levels, right? Um, it, 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 it doesn't change the way I do things by any stretch. It just reinforces how important an, an approach, like the approach that I've had, which is to not rush through anything. Yeah. And get Jolby to audit those contracts, man. Got to audit contracts. Oh my God. Yeah. There's, there's no doubt. And so, um, you know, as a result, it just it just speaks to sort of the way that I've done things all along. And, you know, there's been no rush for me to get us to any of these stages. We had to get there. We had to be at the right spot, and that's how I continue to run this. Um, you know, it's a little a little funny that in the same vein, the fact that I've got the nifty drop changes things for me just a little bit because now I'm beholden to somebody else's schedule. Right, and you've done a great job of being like, listen, guys we're going to push this out another week and everyone is more than often like, okay, no, no big deal at all. And it's, it's fine. And we'd rather you be, you know, mentally sane and well and not break your face trying to paint cards like 24 seven. So it's, it's tough when you, when you throw a nifty into the mix and then you're beholden to their timelines and stuff, but I think you can do it. No, I I can. And, And so, I mean, my, my schedule right now is I'm actually already painting that that drop like i'm all you know um new character other, it's uh, not the threesies character this time around right it's somebody somebody else the base character well you're talking about the the threesies aspect of the drop yeah yeah no it's not going to be threesies but there's other stuff to the drop oh there okay okay i'll leave that at that that sounds fun yeah, leave, leave it at, leave it at that so when we yeah when you were mentioning like uh you know that seems like a lot of stuff for a first time drop on nifty gateway i was like it's just 100 pieces okay if there's more stuff there's more stuff that's exciting yeah there are two elements of the drop i hope you do an insert drop on a nifty gateway and it's like 
five dollars a pop and you can break their open edition thing because finally it's not like tez you get you don't get capped at ten thousand or whatever it is or thirty thousand or whatever and you can just if we had a hundred thousand well, inserts at five bucks yeah no the problem is the problem is they pay the gas because they mint on ETH. they could never do that uh yeah even with gemini backing up there i, I thought they had like a gas yeah. pool or some shit yeah no even there like it just it's you're still talking you know many dollars a, a, a mint so that doesn't, that doesn't apply. But yeah. no, we, we, we have, believe me, believe me, that would be fun and, and cool if it were possible. But, um, but no, we, we've, got, we've got some stuff going. You're gonna, everybody's going to enjoy it. Awesome. Um, but, but look, there's a couple things, you know, so we had, we got a weird week, weird couple weeks, man. Weird couple weeks between Moonbirds and Aku and now this weekend with the other side. Yeah, I saw you retweet that thing from OSF. Um, are you, we're getting a land for the grotto, right? Is that the plan? I've, I'm, taking, I'm taking essentially everything that I've made. From that um, mutant sale. And thank no, God for you. Oh, oh, shit. Really? So here, here's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm going all in. I'm taking... The bulk of what I've I've cleared from franchises and that that mutant ape cell, okay. Um, you got to understand. I really haven't made that much money as a, an NFT artist compared 15%. to fifteen percent, fourteen point nine eight percent. Might even be lower now because we had such a run this week, right? But yeah, we're below the fifteen percent threshold, right? Um, but when you, you you look at the the market cap of my project. And you compare that to any other market cap this size, that artist probably made a lot more money than I have. Okay, it's, it's okay. Like, I'm, this is not me like breaking out the violin. I have a very great life. I love my life. I do very well. I'm, um, I'm, you know, I don't worry. I don't have any financial stresses. Okay, and I, that, that's the, thanks to you guys. Thanks to the grotto. It's you know, things are good. Um. But I don't. I, I haven't made. I have not made a million dollars. Right? No loot. I got a project. I got a. I got a project worth you know many millions, um, and I have not made a million dollars. But I'm taking everything that I can afford to take this weekend, uh, and the 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 gas lords willing, um, I'm going to put it all into to the other side. Entirely. I'm gonna buy the maps. Get and, us a good and, location. Um, yeah, well, we'll see what they give us, right? But but I'm but the thing is I'm gonna buy the max. And um most people that are buying the max are gonna flip some of it because the, the the idea is that it's gonna go up and then you move that and it's a classic play, right? I'm not selling any of it. If it if I spend three hundred thousand uh, dollars on Saturday on on land and it goes five x to one point five, I'm not selling. If it goes to ten x, it's worth three million. I'm not selling any of it. There'll never be another chance for the grotto to get into what I believe to be a very significant metaverse. Now we still don't even know the the lay of the land. We don't know what this is going to be. Okay. We don't, there's a potential that this is not a metaverse where you can even build out. We don't know what this is. Okay. I am operating under the assumption that if it is, if it ends up being a metaverse we can build out, it's the one I want to be in. The one that I want the grotto to have a place. Okay. I believe in Yuga. I believe in the project. I believe they've got the right approach to things. I respect it. I don't find it um, evil. I don't find it uh, shady. Okay. And I believe that if they're, you know, given what they've pulled off so far, and all of this goes back to the moment that I was at Brooklyn Steel last November and the strokes walked out on stage. So all of this comes down to the to, to being at Ape Fest and, and being, ex that moment is where I said, oh, these guys may have figured this out. This is all just based on a five-minute experience. But um, it's going to be our only chance to get in at cost. And so 
I'm taking everything that I've made and putting it into it because I believe that we, first of all, I mean, it's, I've hinted at it. I've talked about it at times, but there is a third phase to, to this. We're entering the franchise era, which is the second phase of the project. Okay. There is a, a, a greater vision and that will have a, a place in the metaverse. Okay. Um, I, I, I can't, I, I can't see um, my project going to zero and I can't see uh, Yuga and apes going to zero. I think that's a good and thing. So, and so I'm betting on, on us, I'm betting on the project that at this point we are going to need that and we're going to, and, um, and so the structure, I don't mind saying it here. This isn't going to apply to many people, but, but, um, and this is all based, this is, we're talking here on Thursday because I've got a flight tonight. I've got to be away for the weekend. But um, we're, we're basing this on, on me being able to get enough land to make this happen. We don't know what the numbers are going to be, but based on some of the rumors and based on some of the potentials, okay. But I'd like to have, I'm going to buy a, a, a plot for every franchise. I'm going to give a franchise, every franchise will get a plot to build a clubhouse on. And the remainder will be threesome stadium and um entertainment like district oh my god can you i just imagine us now in the entertainment district spinning a big ass wheel and everyone yeah. from the grotto in the metaverse watching the wheel as it hits their name cards come yeah. flying down like oh, we could do everything man don't don't forget that the grotto is a cocktail lounge okay the grotto is a cocktail lounge. Well, it needs to have a place. So the grotto will be adjacent to the stadium. Um, and then there'll be other elements that we can, I think, get in there. But, the, you know, we're, we're, we're a baseball league. We need a stadium. And you guys are, are franchises that need clubhouses to put your jock straps on. So, so the plan, you know, and again, this is without me knowing what's out there or if I can get it. I, I know how to play Gas Wars. I know how to play along those lines. I think I can do there. I, I, I think I'll be able to do it. Um, we could be very sad on, on Monday where I didn't get anything. I, and I sold one of my, my mutants to do this because I had, I had to do that. I didn't have enough money to, to just do this on my own. But, um, but yeah, I kept one mutant. I kept number 333. Okay, I have mutant 333. Pretty fucking cool. Um, and uh, I, I sold the one that I traded my very first painting ever, Loyal to Leathers. I traded it for that mutant. And I, I traded that painting for a mutant and ETH. Not just for the... Not just for the Shout out Tex, right? Shout out Tex. And so um, so that's the, the idea here is, is I, I'm, I'm sort of doubling down on our community and on, um, on how this plays. Now... If it turns out that no, uh, there's no build out of this metaverse, it's entirely just wrapped into some apes, you know, concept and projects can't come in and, and establish themselves in it, which doesn't sound very likely. But if that were the case, just so we're clear here, because I'm saying I'm never going to, you know, this is not a, a, an investment play. This is not a flip play, right? But if down the road it's it turns out that instead it was just some element of their ecosystem and not open to a project like ours, then I would look at moving out of it and putting us into a metaverse that allows for that. But right now my my bet is that it's that they're opening the doors to projects like ours and people like us and people that believe in in uh, you know developing out a community within a greater universe, and I think that they're the ones to do it. Look, yeah, I, I, I hope that new people listening to this realize that you're taking profits from your sales and reinvesting it into this third phase of your project, which is building it out in the metaverse. Like a lot of people say that they're, you know, taking their profits and building their projects out larger. But, you know, you see them riding around in Lambos and stuff and you have to second guess all that. So we know yeah, that I, you are a steward of this product. Like you, you couldn't live not, to see this fail. Let's not forget. Um, I, no, I don't have a Lambo. Ugh. Ugh. Um, but also, my car was stolen in December, January. We don't really know when. <laughs> it was double parked. 
<laughs> I didn't even replace it. So um, now, uh, look, we I spend on experiences for you guys. Um, you know, we fucking party it up and get nice places, right? We like a little lux in our lives. I'm old enough to enjoy uh, high thread counts. And he pays for all the drinks. Oh my god. Yeah. If you guys come, have you ever paid for anything coming to the grotto? No. No. <laughs> um, so yeah, we we celebrate together. We enjoy it. That we have we have the lifestyle, right? We we do have a, a bit of a party mentality that we like to get a, get together and do that. All paid for. Um, I don't. What else am I going to do with my money? This is the, the, this is my life is to be threesomes and to hang out with you guys and to make your lives better and and those around you and those that you love and to bring people in and do the same thing. That I have the best fucking life in NFT world. Literally, I, I'm not. I don't have the confusion of youth um, clouding every fucking decision that I make. You know, I don't have um, I'm not fucking anybody over, so I don't have to live with any sort of weird conscious issues that I know a lot of my peers have to wake up and pretend that they didn't rug pull their friends. OK, um, I, I just get to wake up and be threesomes and hang with you guys and paint and create and do it again. Sounds awesome. It is. I, I, I there's nobody with a better life than mine. In the NFT space, and I, you know, I was joking with uh, with a collector earlier today. I'm never, ever, ever gonna have a private jet. Like I'm not. Like even if, if we went to fucking four hundred million dollars, I'm not gonna have four hundred million dollars. That's just not the way this works. Okay. I'm ne- but I'm counting on all of you that are gonna. You know, we already have a couple guys that have them. Okay, we already have collectors that fucking are there. Okay, and a lot more are gonna get there. And I just count on you guys taking me around. Oh, by the way, shout out Tim Kang, shout out Illustrator for the follow on Instagram last night. Nice. That was a neat little surprise. I don't follow him. I don't know why. Eight months after I met him, he remembered me. <laughs> I remember that night in a dark uh, Manhattan bar, talking nonsense over some nachos. Yeah, I was just thinking of like private jets. And it's like, hey, yeah, shout out, shout out, come on into the grotto so we can uh, fly places together, Tim King. Um, but that's the thing. Look, look at who collects me. Look at who we hang with. Look at the friends that I've made. Slime, right? I've hung out with too much lag. Fuck, Render, we've never hung out when we talk. By the way, fuck, you didn't come to my party. You broke my heart. Um, like, I let's start doing that. Let's start doing these shout outs to. Hey, shout out Gary V. Uh, you inspire me every day. I wrote four you books. I, did, I don't. Did, did that guy writes books? All I'm I know sure is, he pays someone to do that. Well, regardless. I mean, look, I hear how I don't know anything about the guy. I know nothing about the guy. Many, many times in my corporate life, people would say, yo, you like love Gary V, huh? I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I didn't know who he was, so I got into NFTs, and I think he was late to the NFT game. I feel like he was like a baseball card guy or collectible guy and a wine guy. I don't, I don't wine even know. Guys. Guys. Chris Truman knew Chris Truman like knew him through wine a long time ago. Yeah, I don't uh, know what Chris he does. It, it just feels like a, <laughs> it just feels like a, a rich person who just does eccentric things and like latched. But on a lot of people are like, "Hey, does he know about your project? He should know about your project. He likes baseball cards. He should like do that." We don't we don't have time or place for that thing. But if Gary V wants to have a conversation about utility, I'll fucking have a conversation about utility. Yeah, you teach um, the workshop on it. Yeah, I, look, I'm I'm I had a bit of a rant this week on on spaces. I didn't think so. I know you heard you had to get off your soapbox, but I didn't think. I mean, I think what you're saying is true, and people need to understand that. So. It's hard because these are guys I know. I'm not going to call them friends. You know, one of them was there that night at, at uh, Ape Fest and was like, because I was like, hey, I'm in the building so people can find me. And he was like, hey, where are you? We were like trying to connect, but then he didn't take 30 steps to come over to me. Um, 
but he's a guy who completely stole from his community. You're talking about yeah, test I, people that go to ETH? Test people that go to ETH and just take that money from their supporters and have zero intent on seeing it through. Um, it's sad. And it's, it's, it's hard on, you know, the test community is not in a good spot. The Tez, the Tez marketplace is not in a good spot. I really would worry about anybody whose livelihood is based around Tez for the time being. I, I have my ideas on how it comes back and, and ways that it happens, right? But it's a rough go out there. Um, and it's very, very much on the shoulders of the very artists who caught fire and went on a run with things. And then the platforms that came in to sort of seal the deal on a global size, right? Like a global level. But those same artists who were a part of these communities that built them up and, and, and had a little run and just weren't content, somehow thought that they needed and deserved the big payday. Okay. Those, those people did so much damage to a community that didn't have the ETH pockets. Yeah, I think the slow roll is the best way to go, right? It's like building, building, building in Tez before you make that leap. It's making sure that you have a big enough, a big enough collector base to where it makes sense that they have. That you have the right collectors too that do collect on Ethereum, and that you have a, a mesh between your Tez and your ETH pieces that they live in the same universe, or they have cross-chain utility in some way like it like you can't just leave your old tezos collectors by the wayside when you move over to eth too well the thing is this i mean that that's the, you're you're right on all those levels but there are very few like there's a handful of tez creators whose tez pieces even trade at those levels okay um if, if your Tez pieces don't trade at those levels and now you're going to go to the ETH side and you're expecting your Tez people to come over with you, the math isn't there. Okay? The math isn't there. There's no balance. And unless you're taking all of that money that you're getting and building something out with it, okay, that implies value to those Tez pieces. You're abandoning Tez, and you're sucking out money. And the people that are following you, because this is where you're known, and it's where you've developed all this, those people are, they came at you for a different reason. They didn't come at you for the ETH reason, the speculative reason. They came at you because they believed in your art, they want to support you. They support you at, at, at micro levels with what they could. And you're, you're sort of suckering them into the big, the big payoff. It's, it's criminal. Um, I'm really opposed to it. And I'm watching it happen over and over again. I think like you're saying, if you use the money you make from the ETH stuff, to develop your project further and bring more value down the line. And that's probably a better way to do it. You can't just immediately suck all that out and go, well, I just paid myself this salary this year and that's all I need to do. It's like, you have to keep building or it's well, going to, your collectors going to get upset. Look, You're going to sour on your collectors. This is the problem. Okay. I mean, look, look at me. I did a hundred piece ETH drop. Okay. Lucrative. Absolutely. Okay but a hundred pieces because that's what my collector base is. Okay. I didn't do a 3000 or 5,000 or 10,000 piece and tell you guys, okay, come on in and don't worry. We're going to get these other people in. Okay. What happens is this, the other people are only coming in to try to make some money. They don't know these people. They're not a part of a community. They are not collectors. So if you lead your collectors into that atmosphere, telling them, don't worry, we're going to bring in a bunch of other people. If you don't succeed by delivering the value to the other people, they will leave and they will take 
50%. They'll take 50 cents on the dollar to just not lose everything on their poor choice of investment. And because you haven't built it in, it is a poor choice of investment for them because there's nothing there. Now, what happens is this. All of your collectors are not the ones selling. In fact, they're the ones that you're now telling, hey, floors are cheap. Hey, go buy the floors. You're fucking hitting them a second time. It's a dirty game. And so who gets hurt? The people that got you there in the first place. And you should all be ashamed of yourself. I'm not going to call you out because I'm not going to start a beef with people that are insignificant now. You're nothing. Okay? You're nothing. You, you, you blew your shot. Your fucking big ETH thing went to shit. What, what are you going to do next? You blew it. You went from being a very well-respected, and there's a number of you that I'm speaking to, very well-respected Tez artists, and you took everybody and you fucking bent them over. Your friends, your collectors, your people that are part of that whole hen community that made you something to begin with. I hope you enjoy your little payday. But it's gross. It's disgusting. And it happens time and time again. And so my feeling is that there's somebody... Look, this is the sad part of this. My feeling is that you've got people out there that are pulling these strings. Somebody's in their ear finding these Tez artists. Yeah, that are saying, you know, you could jump over to ETH and make some real fucking money. We'll build the back end. We'll put all this together. We'll do that. We'll run the hype machine to get the, the people in who are going to speculate. We're going to take their fucking 25, 50, 50% loss. Um, and, and these people are falling for it. I can tell you there's a fucking platform out there that I don't do business with that tried the same thing with me. There's a major test platform, major test platform, okay, that we had our conversation and when I said, how are you protecting the collectors? They said, eh. That's not how you I roll. Ended, I ended the fucking conversation right there. And they wanted 50%. What is this, Web 2? Well, the thing is this. Look at how many of these artists went and followed it. Okay? And the collectibles drops of you know late September into October into November. They'd eradicated the test market. And you can see who fell for that fucking line. And you can see how well those projects hold up. Okay. But no, this is the thing. You've got, I think that there are some developer teams that are out there putting their, 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 you know, leaning in and saying, hey, come with us and we'll do this project. And this is how much you're going to get. And um, you've got a great little community and we'll build off of it. And it's sad because the community is the ones getting fucked and the marketplace is getting fucked. And I have very little faith unless there's a complete reworking of the Tez marketplace and the whole entire NFT ecosystem on Tez, which is possible, but I don't think it's gonna happen. Um, but I have very little faith in, in its continuity. I'm lucky in that you don't even know that you're buying my stuff from Tez. Doesn't matter to us. We'll be three pennies soon enough. Three pennies soon enough, even if they're, you know, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't care if it's Tez or ETH. That's not how I see it. You're just buying into the project. Yep. There happen to be, you know, look, in June, it's going to be dollars. When Creator Ranch is running, it's going to be, you know, we can do whatever we need to do. Um, but, yeah, it's. Uh, it is going to break my brain that. to see like $400 instead of like 120 Tez. And I'll be like, what? Yeah, no, I mean it's uh, it's going to be um, different for the for for nifties certainly, right? To look at those in those senses, yeah, it's going to be in, in USD, man. I don't, you know me, I don't smoke weed. Do you think it's going to be four twenty? Not a chance. <laughs> Just back, flash little gang signs at him. Um, Oh, Kitch, if you knew the things that we're working on in the back, God, I've been I've been doing some stuff this week that is so far away. I mean, we're talking next year, but we're, I've been doing some stuff that you would. I, I can't wait to hear you giggle and, and just cackle when you find out what I'm up to on like a side thing. It's amazing. Oh, boy. You're right there. You're right there at the center of it, baby. You and the grotto are right in the middle of it. So 
It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait for the TV show to come out on MTV. <laughs> well, I may or may not be working with Ashton Kutcher to produce to produce my my uh, life coach series, where Threes comes in and becomes a life coach for you. It's like a celebrity rehab. We all just sit around and you tell us how to get our shit together. <laughs> um, okay, so we've got just to be clear, this is the last one. You guys are listening to this on Saturday morning. I hope you're getting yourselves ready. First of all. If you're listening to this and you were on the wait list, well, congratulations, you're already in the draw. Okay. Uh, wait list invitations are going to be going out. You guys are the first ones in. You get a couple day head start. You're probably going to get some sort of little perk. Just saying. Okay. Mm. If, you if you behave. Um, but the rest of you hearing this on Saturday or, or uh, working out at the gym, getting nice and sweaty or uh, I don't know, working your rowing machine, picking up your meat and cheese at the grocery store for your keto picking diet, up, picking up your keto uh, supplies, thinking of old threes listening in. Okay. Um, I heard that they're talking about using our podcast for step aerobics classes. It's got a beat to it. It's got a beat to it. But if you're in that group, if you're doing that, chances are uh, you're you're looking forward to Monday when the doors open and you're going to come on in. So you're going to come in and you're only going to have access to the bleachers to begin with. Okay. You can hang out in there. We're going to hang out in there for a bit at the beginning. Uh, welcome you. Get, get a sense of what's going on. Um, and then... Next week, a week from tomorrow, or so like this would be Friday, okay? So you're listening to this uh, Saturday through Monday, whatever. On, on Friday of next week, uh, three pennies are going to drop. So it'll be the three penny uh, pre-launch, which is how you are going to become free agents. So those of you who are ready, you're going to buy uh, a couple hundred dollars worth of three pennies, uh, and use those to, to pay your way in to you're going to send them in and say, let me be a free agent. So you're going to do that. Well, you'll do that before our next uh, podcast. Um, there'll be more information coming on that. But then, of course, uh, you'll have the weekend to, to become a free agent. And then the following week, we'll have our free agent uh, uh, event where teams will pick you or not. Don't worry if they don't. You'll still be in. Okay. Um, and so as a result, those free agents will be getting their rookie cards. And uh, the rest of you will just be hanging out in the bleachers and getting a feel for things. We're going to have that first week after free agency, we're going to have a little insert chase as teams. So those of you who are free agents will play by yourselves. Those of you that are on teams will be playing, uh, competing. And then the following week is season nine. So lots going on. Um, and, and I really look forward to, to all the new people coming in. It's, it's going to be exciting. Maybe there's only five of you, but there sure are a lot of you that listen to the podcast. Who are these people that listen to this podcast? I have no idea because it's four times as big as the entire grotto. I don't Who are these people? <laughs> I'm kind of afraid when the doors open up, there might we might have a 20,000 fucking person. <laughs> I'll, what if we do it? When Lambo, when Lambo. Better get some more mods. <laughs> I don't know. It also, you know, Beeps, who's been around forever, made the bold prediction of bold 10 to 30. 10 to 30 people. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. Beeps. I'll take the over. <laughs> um, Seguargo going, yeah, we're going to double in size. I was like, Jesus, that's Seguargo's bullish. Um, I can see that happening. I, I honestly do. I think that it's been exclusive long enough to where people are itching to get in here. I don't know what the wait list look, looks like, but I bet there's a good amount of people in there. You had an essay contest and everything. Yeah. Well, and the thing is this. Some people have come in off the, you know, I let people in occasionally. Um, they buy the right stuff. Certainly if they buy the right stuff. Um, some people, you know, uh, some people are on that wait list and, uh, no offense, but you're 
bad actor and of criminal nature, and you're not coming in. Um, you can come in the front door and quickly be escorted out. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, that's and I'm just speaking to one particular person. Don't worry about it. The rest of you. But no, we're not letting any bad actors in. If you're a bad actor and you come in, you're not going to be there long. We're not worrying about it. We have uh, things in place for all of you. But also, just fucking hang out and have fun. Beware, those of you who have like heard that all we're doing is like crazy orgy group sex and all sorts of drugs. Um, you're not going to find that in the bleachers. They Keep can make it if they want. I mean, if they, we'll see what happens. It's on them, right? Yeah. Look, hey, you, you ever been to Wrigley Field bleachers? I've not. I've never been to Chicago. I'm going this summer for a goddamn wedding. You can believe that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The, the fuck, what, are you guys somehow, is somebody's dad, like, does they run the wedding industry? Are they big <laughs> wedding? And they're uh, like, I've, uh, a close group of like 15 friends that all decided to tie the knot in the last two years, but then COVID stopped it. Now it's all in this year. And hopefully this is the last year of weddings I'll ever have to go to. I'm not going to second weddings. I've already said that. Okay. So look, look, as a man who's had three weddings. Okay. Uh, my childhood best friend was best man at the first one. Didn't go to the second or the third. He's like, doesn't no, have to. Crazy. I just yeah. go to the original. Yeah. Yeah, well, that ends up causing strife, believe me. Not for me. I don't care. Yes, for me, but not for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why another reason we don't get married anymore. But yeah, I mean, if you get a second wedding, you better be doing that at a courthouse. You better not be having a fucking big old party about it. I think that's ridiculous. Uh, my third, I did courthouse and party, but that, but that's because, you know, she's a socialite. You need to do the party thing. Yeah, it's usually the lady. If they it's if it's their first wedding, you're gonna have to have one. I'm always their first wedding, man. I'm always their they're only ex-wives after you get done with them. That's right. Um, I was asking about Chicago and the bleachers because you know the bleachers are renowned at Wrigley for like drunk hot. Yeah, like, and it's just gum really, under the seats and no, 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 no. I'm saying hot drunk girls. Oh. I, in the bleachers at Wrigley. That's like very much in that's in line with Chicago. I think for a while before Chicago became the murder capital, uh, their their slogan, because now their slogan is just we're the murder capital. But before that, their slogan was drunk hot at Wrigley. Like that was their their, you know, tourism board. I hope we can cultivate that kind of community in the bleachers, but I just don't see that happening. <laughs> um we have a look. We've got a team owned and run by a woman. Yes, we did. We've got we've got a lot of lady players. A Bring lot. your friends. Bring your friends. It's not the rumors out there that this is a boys' club are not true. No, we're very open to uh, all lifestyle choices as well. Yeah. Whatever you want, do whatever you want. This is America, baby. It's not even America. This is the grotto. It's, it's better than America because America is kind of getting America. a little, little fascist these days. You know what? We're better than America. We're better than America. The grotto, better than America. I'm calling Miz right now. We got a t-shirt idea. <laughs> All right, kiddo. I got, um, I got to go. I got nine minutes to pack <laughs> for a week. Godspeed, man. And then I've got LFG and then uh, I'm on my way to the high desert of the southwestern United States of America. Beautiful, man. Safe travels, and uh, I'll get this out to everybody on Saturday morning, and uh, we'll be in touch soon. Thank you. Yep. Bye.